would you maybe call it impulsive? What? Wait, impulsive? Imp impulsive? I'm, uh, no, me impulsive? No. Bex, tell him I'm not impulsive. Oh, God. Because I am Leva Bates, and I am the librarian. And I'm Peter Avalon, and I am the librarian. What a They even have a library in Daytona Beach. It's at the 7 Eleven. What is this? How do I shut this stuff off? I think that frustration of Bobby Lashley's is making scary. Me and my bitch take on you and yours. The only man here tonight was the man, Becky. So maybe the next time, I'll ask Becky to impregnate me. My name is Paul Heyman. Hello, girls. Hello. Oh, sorry. Hold on. There we are. Hey. Hey. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. House tricks. Uh, she's fine, but the doctor said she has to take it easy for a while. All right. Okay. Cool. It's gonna go and do this. Oh. <gasps> Uh, I vote no. Uh oh, because you know I'm going AEW. AEW. <laughs> the librarian segment. I just want to, uh, even if you don't vote, I thought it'd be fun to discuss it here and, and get it over with. Dear fuck. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Presenter Man, mm -hmm. can you remind us what is our reigning defending champion? Uh, it is, I believe, Sami Zayn segment where he mentioned AEW. You could ask me about AEW. The electric the, chair. The electric chair, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. We actually pretty... forgot the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Could not remember. <laughs> what do you think? Embarrassing. Would you put this horrendous librarian thing? Because everything is over with that crowd. Not even this was over. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. But that's because, you know, the, the standard is set very high for the rest of the, of the show. Debatable. <laughs> now, you can easily turn this into a good work. You know, if you have someone coming out to finally shut these guys up, ironically, then they're going to get a massive pop from the crowd. It just wasn't Ali that was going to get that pop. So I don't think it was, like, great. don't think it was good. There's potential to it, just like there's potential to a moment of bliss, but it never there's seemed no to get that right either. This thing is dead. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not saying it was good. I'm not even trying to defend it in that respect. But is it the worst thing we've ever seen in the world? No, no, no. It's not worse uh, than Sami Zayn's uh, electric chair segment, then. 
No. And there's also another wrinkle in this that you may have forgotten, Steve. Go on. This was on a pre-show. <laughs> mm, yeah, but in, in the AEW they can't ah, because... No, 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 no. They do because they had a stipulation on one of the matches to get to a pay-per-view. Weak sauce. So you're saying no? It's, 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 it was terrible, as was the fucking Jabali. Oh, yeah, that should, that's more worthy of a fucking yeah, nomination. Fair, nah, this was god-awful. Nah, they, they were both pretty piss-poor, to be honest. I thought I'd throw that in there. That's the start of it. Start and possibly I, the end of the show. Can I uh, can I nominate another 24-7? Oh my god. I'd like to nominate Steve's reaction to AEW. <laughs> oh, that's a yes. That's a yes for me. Oh my god, you stereotypical <laughs> AEW fan. You didn't like AEW, so therefore you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, we, we we had a majority rules. Nick is not here. Me and Gordon Food, yes. So we have a new winner. <laughs> I don't think you want to do that. I think it kind of feeds into the myth of the AEW fan, doesn't it? If you think you're voting me as twenty four seven winner for not not liking Fighter Fest, I think it's best you don't do that. It's up to you. It's up to you if you if if that is what you want to do. But um... <laughs> okay, we we will in the in the in the gamesmanship of wrestling, we'll we'll park that one for now and but uh, <laughs> be, because let's be honest, we can use this again multiple multiple times. <sighs> Good old twenty four seven rule that they stole right from us. It was our idea. We thought of it first, and then they go and get these millions of hits on it. Like, pff, what's that noise? There's a helicopter over my house. Yeah, that's, I can hear that's it That's never a good sign. No, no. But I had to close the windows and curtains to stop because it's a sunny evening here in Galway. And uh, that means my neighbours are drinking cans in the back garden oh, and playing music. Drinking and cans. Oh, they just won't shut up. You know, there's always noise. drinking cans. Yeah. But look, you know, my life around this estate would be a lot better if I had access to hand grenades sometimes. That's the way I look at it. 10 o'clock last night they were kicking a football at the wall. Did you not go out and join them? No. They're lucky, yeah. literally, they're lucky I didn't have a hand grenade. That was, <laughs> it's like, it would have solved a lot of problems for myself. Is that uh, United's defensive tactic for next season? Just hand grenades. I think it'd be a lot better than Chris Smalling, probably. <laughs> More effective at least, anyway. Oh, definitely. It's like, <laughs> yellow card, he took him out. <laughs> Oh boy, Marcus Rojo would still be denying it. Yeah, yeah I'll, he'll be at home burning his toast. The fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh baby, boys, crack. How is it? Sore, but he told me he loved me. Yeah, you gotta move on from that joke, but it's a classic. It, it really is, just like your ma. Oh, pew pew pew. Where is this fucking thing? <laughs> I'm having I'm having a week. A libation, puff of all. That's that's the stuff. Hey, fucking love one. Oh, <laughs> I'm having one myself. Oh, it's been a long few days. I'm having some Highland Spring. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I'm in work at seven in the morning, so Cordo's got to take it easy. Yep. 
Any crack, Eddie? Tell me stories, tales of your week. Uh, I drank. I enjoyed AEW, unlike some of us. Uh, I drank lots. I drank an awful lot. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Friday, Friday night was a very drunk night. Oh, that was and a staff tell day, us, Gordo. Then I decided to go for a little bit of a stroll at five o'clock in the morning down to the beach down at Renmore. <laughs> Gordo, are you a certain champion? Oh, I believe I am. Uh, Goldie, my, my beloved Goldie is staying right where she belongs on my desk. Touch, uh, touch, please, touch. <laughs> the reigning, defending Pints champion of the world. Well done. Uh, Henry, describe this tournament now for our listeners. So it's essentially, it's just literally just a straight up Pints chugging competition. Uh, it's three rounds. Um, Standard non-championship just, rounds we're going with here. Oh yeah, non non championship. It's basically done in such a way that uh, everyone in the in your bracket basically will have to pick what you're drinking and you drink the same drink. Um and that's it, Gordo doesn't drink beer, but Gordo's undefeated in this beer drinking competition. Oh my god. What an athlete. <laughs> what an athlete. Um <laughs> to a point where even after winning this time around, uh I decided to issue an open challenge to one of the boys. Oh, and still defended it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Goldie's right where she belongs, sitting pretty on my desk. Gonna go in tomorrow morning, shine her up real nice, make her look all pretty, and just stare at her longingly all day. Beautiful, well done, Gordo. I, I believed in you from the Champ. very moment. The champ is here. All the training paid off. Yeah, all the training, and I'm still training some now. What can I say? Mm. <laughs> keep the reps up, Gordo. You know, keep those skills sharp. I don't want too much blood getting into my alcohol stream. Jesus. Fitz, any stories? Jesus, no, I don't have many stories now, I'm afraid. Obviously, I I, I was uh, momentarily deceased last week uh, for obviously missing the show, RIP me. So I was out having a sports evening with the work crew. Uh, We played a massive game of rounders. It was most entertaining. A very different evening to Gordo's one. Yes, 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 yes. Perhaps but we did have my whistle. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, we did have pizza afterwards, so you know, swings and roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Oh, update on the situation from earlier. <gasps> Myself and Fitz went for lunch in uh f- in Pat McDonough's Fusion Cuisine. And uh, <laughs> that second pizza slice was an atrocious idea. I was basically asleep at six o'clock in the shop. I like I could barely. People coming up looking for this, that, and the other, and was like, "Oh, would you fuck off? It's ten to six. Go outside. It's one hundred and fifty-eight degrees outside. Go out there and enjoy it." And it's like one arm slumped across the computer, like, "Oh, go away." <laughs> so never again. Never get a large pizza slice meal plus a pizza slice ever. <laughs> was it like that episode of the Dumbelievables where the kid walks into the shop and he's like, How much are them? How much are them? Can I get two of them and three of them? Except no, you can't. Except you can get one of them, you can get two of them. I can hide in a room directly behind me. I know that sort of stuff is going on. I'm like, Oh, that's somebody else's problem. I should went to see Spider Man today. Went to see Spidey this morning. Ooh. And you go tell us. I very much approve. Yeah, yeah, like it was got serious scores from the critics, I believe. Yeah, uh, I can see why. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to going and seeing it again sometime. 
And tell me, this was the end of the current phase in the MCU, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, end of phase three, and it does have credit scenes. So for anyone that does listen to it, uh, I'm not going to say too much about the film. Don't want to spoil it on anybody, including my two favorite people here right in front of me. But uh, yeah, don't, uh, very good film. Credit scene sets things up, a couple of things up for the next phase, which they've been fairly quiet about, which I kind of like. But uh yeah, good film. Uh, if anyone's into any of the Marvel stuff at all, should go see it. Or if anyone just has a spare afternoon, definitely work on seeing the effects in it are fantastic. Um, just yeah, all around really good film. Has anyone seen Toy Story four yet? Is it any good? Haven't seen that yet. I was torn between going to see that and going to see uh, going to see this. Heard heard really good things though. Mm. Yeah, I've heard kind of mixed enough stories. There's a thing. There's a Toy Story movie out, and I hear I'm hearing nothing about it. Like, yeah, I remember when 3 came out, it was just all-encompassing. You couldn't get away from it. Now, I'm coming from an angle where I've only ever seen Toy Story 1. Shoot me in the head, I know. Jesus. But I was chatting to the lads in work, and apparently the, the, the story kind of wrapped up nicely in a nice little package after 3. Yeah. Yeah. So possibly people are kind of a bit kind of like, well, what are they going to do here? And they're, they're a bit kind of, uh about it. Yep, I was I happy know, with how 3 ended. I was, I was happy so, with 3. People are possibly thinking it's just, you know, a movie for the sake of, you know, a new toy range and selling all that sexy, sexy merch, you know. Mm. Oh, Disney? Never. <laughs> Never. One f- Actually, I did go see a film on Monday night. I saw yesterday, which is the film about the Beatles music. Oh, yes. Tell me. Tell me tales. Mick just asked about it in the chat. Literally. Come on, Mick. So what I like to... There's not much spoilery I can tell you because the main plot point is fairly obvious. John Lennon so, survives? Would you believe me if I said yes? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What? R- Ringo, um, Ringo is actually the charismatic one of the group. Right. Oh, that'll never happen. <laughs> uh, so plot point is there's this up and coming kind of musician in Lowestoft in Norwich in England. Um, plays the local pubs, pub scene, all this sort of stuff has one kind of song that some of the locals like, but, you know, going nowhere fast kind of a thing, wondering should I go retire and go back to teaching? Classic story point. Then all of a sudden, this kind of worldwide lights out electrical blip happens for 12 seconds as he's cycling home and gets hit by a bus. He wakes up from said accident and nobody in the world knows or has heard of the Beatles. So he goes on his story about writing all the Beatles songs and becomes insta famous because Ooh. he wrote all the Beatles songs. Oh, I like the sound of this. And to be fair, he's like if it's him singing, I don't really know, but whoever is performing the songs in the movie is very, very good. So I would give it a good thumbs up. It does become a little bit of a sloppy love story near the end. But it's it's it works into the story quite well, so it's 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 appreciated. And you know, your one is a mega hottie so that helps and did she order a single plum floating in a man's hat <laughs> I knew Gordo would get it it's all good the Yoko Ono character in the Simpsons with Bar- <laughs> Barney oh. Rudd <laughs> yes like, hey, one beer Mo and I'd have a single plum floating in a man's hat there you go <laughs> I totally got that reference <laughs> generally a if, there's a re- if a reference is said and you don't get it and I laugh it's most likely something Simpsons related it's definitely yeah that's yeah. fair that's fair we're leaning but, heavily on the owl alleged part of the title here. I enjoy, I enjoy it. 
these are always the fun parts. Yeah. Because then we have to talk about the wrestling part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else is going on in the world? Oh, the fucking Airbnb shit. Oh, yeah. oh good God! We probably ran. We probably talked for too much non-wrestling now, but no, keep going. People don't come to this wrestling podcast for wrestling. They've seen it. <laughs> uh, Galway County Council singled out in that article on the journal. Out of the Airbnb has swallowed this town hall. It's shocking, right? Um, myself and Kira trying to find a house for about a year now. We would have found one if we were willing to pay out the ass, but it kind of. This new legislation came in on Monday, which was the first, wasn't it? And uh, where, you know, short-term lets had to, be, had to reapply for planning permission. And this was maybe a year ago they announced this or something ridiculous. And Galway County Council have said that they've received one form for planning permission and they don't have the staff to uh, enforce these new rules. So basically nothing is going to change. Yeah, that's... it. it it's... You know, you 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 always want kind of a, an open free market economy. That's you, in my mind the utopia of society is let society run itself. But then you get cunts like Airbnb coming in and not giving a fuck about anything as long as they're making their bank. How many people have heard stories of other people getting effectively evicted because their landlord was converting their house from a normal long term let into a, a short term Airbnb? I told you the story when we the last time we were looking for someone. I we viewed the house with six people, and five of them were getting kicked out for Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. It's real life. Yeah, and like Galway is obviously one of the most obvious attractions within Ireland. Like a lot of people come to Ireland, especially to come to Galway, because of the the high tourist turnover and the, the industry that we have over here, and the abundance so, of Buckfast. The abundance. That's why all the Spanish students are here. <laughs> I can see a direct correlation. There's 105 of them huddled around one bottle. Oh, stop the lights. So the the, the the plan or the the hope from this plan was that people who have second homes, multiple homes, who have them currently set up on Airbnb will not be allowed to do that anymore. And current legislation will only be effective when it's enforced by local authorities that comes down to local councils like Galway City Council who obviously have just been recently elected so they are under no pressure right now to actually go and do anything for another five years so you could look at the case of well they're just going to throw their fucking put sit in their hands and you know shout at big government for not providing enough resources to effectively run this which is obviously bullshit. You know, local councils are fucking career politicians gone wrong. <laughs> you've got fucking, you've got Tommy there on the council for 30 years. Why would anyone want to sit on a council for 30 years? I, I'll never understand. They want more, more money. money. <laughs> Rory makes a point that we made in the group chat the other day. Very similar, just with harsher language. It's perfect. Free market doesn't work for keeping cunts in check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. Testify. We're saying the Irish are just greedy. It's just everything in Ireland is greedy. Everything is let get out of hand until it's too late and legislation is needed. And this is a fucking classic case of it. I said the the time was over in Paris there a few weeks back. Um, We ended up staying in an Airbnb. Turned out your man, he lives somewhere between Marseille and Lyon. Basically, he was traveling up and down. He works two weeks every month in Paris. So the week or the 10 days or 14 days. That he's not there, he ends up renting it out. It covers his 
travel cost and he has a few quid basically to maintain the place and obviously I'm sure there's a few quid goes into his pocket out of it but he's like fuck it it's there may as well use it to pay some expenses it's mm-hmm. like yeah and it was mm-hmm. reasonable it was cheaper than it was slightly cheaper than most hotels location wise was perfect he won we won mm-hmm. everyone was happy but you look at some of the prices over here and it's just gone fucking ridiculous yeah. um, supply and demand huge issue here huge. yeah an Airbnb. What? Actually, while we're talking about this, and obviously I know this is the heavily resting on the alleged side of our wrestling podcast. Do you see the the Minister for Housing, Owen Murphy, has been talking about these um, shared space accommodations? So effectively, they build these communal houses for for intense purposes. So you have a communal kitchens, dining, living area, gym area, whatever, a, a space where you don't necessarily need to call your own. And then you have effectively your bedroom ensuite off of it somewhere. Kind of like a dorm room for if you kind of if you can think of it that way. But is uh, this is this like for families or is this for like oh, four no, dudes? Because no, no. I mean that's what everyone does anyway under the age of thirty. Pretty much. Like, the whole country does that. Yeah. Gordy, you can remember when we were in first year in college down in Manor Village. That's effectively what we had. Yep. We had our ensuite bedrooms and we had a very tiny kitchen living room area. Yep. Absolutely perfect. Yep. And I, and I think we ended up paying, I paid like maybe, oh Christ, was it two grand for the nine months? It, was not, it wasn't far off there. I remember, I remember you talking about it not long after we started. that was even expensive to... then. Yeah, because it was not long after I knew you. I remember chatting about I remember asking how much you were paying for it. I think it was two or two, two grand or 2,200, I think you said for the year. Like, there's absolutely a demand for this sort of stuff. And I'm shocked that the media are just fucking hounding this cunt. Yeah. Saying, oh, it's ridiculous. How do you expect families to live in these sorts of conditions? Who's yeah, making noise there? Mm-hmm. Well, might, might have been me, sorry. Uh, like, you can't just have one type of house. I was at, a, I was at a, a talk recently, one of the conferences I was at, where effectively you've got like three or four kind of housing models in Ireland at the minute. You've got your family house, you've got your apartment, and you've got your kind of retirement home. In truth, there's a demand for nine different types of housing units, and we're not getting anywhere close to this sort of scenario. And then when our minister, who's a, a young enough guy, I think he's mid to late 30s, comes up with an idea where you can effectively take a model which is successful in other cities and countries, bring it to Ireland, and it'll satisfy the demand for Spanish students coming over to, for the summer. People coming over on six-month contracts to Dublin for working for tech industries. There's absolutely a demand in all our major cities that people will need a relatively short-term let with low maintenance and are willing to pay for that. Alongside creating more supply for normal domestic housing apartments etc etc but why ireland have this fucking strange fascination when everyone must have their own house must own their own home it's because we're living in the 90s fits the boom is alive the boom is back baby we have fucking (laughs) paul Heyman and eric bischoff running two major wrestling shows (laughs) it's uh, fucking mick mccarthy's in charge of ireland the boom is back baby i won't have a bad word said about it's like i can't wait till we steal all the english players again yes (laughs) (laughs) patrick bamford we'll have him i wouldn't mind marcus rashford up front for ireland it's too late though he's already capped what can you do 
and earning quarter of a fucking million. How the fuck was that man on more than fuck? How was he on more than Salah or Harry Kane? Because Honestly, he wanted more, more money. money. And United give out money like it's fucking toilet paper. It's not Sanchez. Monopoly money, like. Sanchez, get him out. He, he had a good Mar- copa, though. Mourinho left a fucking pipe bomb there before he left with that Sanchez deal. <laughs> and it's <laughs> fucked us. Like, yeah. I don't want Marcus Rashford to leave and I'd give him any money in the world. However, really? any money in the world stops at about 120 grand for someone that's 21. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, Jesus Christ, man. As I said, Mane is on 100 grand. Oh, European Cup winner. Mm, no, he he will get paid. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. he's yeah. he's getting he's not kicking up any fuss over it. He's as far as I know, he's fairly bonus heavy, whatever way his deal is done mm. anyway. But uh, still, he he gonna get paid. But yeah, Glazer, Glazer's out, Woodward out. <laughs> oh, Ole Ole in or out? In. Leave him at the wheel. Let's not get crazy. Let's not talk about the wheel here. Okay, the wheel is fine. <laughs> oh God! Braun Strowman says, hashtag, "Get off the tracks. The monster train is coming through." That ends the alleged part for now. Maybe Nick is going to be here in about five minutes anyway, so he'll be pretty pumped that we haven't spent forty-five minutes and he's missed everything. <laughs> so that's fun. I'm telling you, the B show is there, boys. That's uh, proof of concept. Yeah, the B show is there. Yes, sir. Fighter Fest, boys. Wax lyrical. <laughs> uh, I think we should start this by telling us why you didn't like it. Because uh, it's all a bunch of flippy midgets doing spots 100 miles an hour and nobody's selling anything and there's no stories and I hate Kenny Omega and I hate the Young Bucks. And... No. Um... I just fucking walked into the Jim Cornette experience. <laughs> <I'm wrong laughs> podcast. They're killing the business, damn it. Um, no I did not that I didn't like it there was more I said to you before after Dublin or nothing there's a lot of stuff there that I didn't like that's just not my taste it's more not my taste than not liking things right Um, there was more that I liked than I didn't like at Dublin or nothing however this way or this time around it was more that I didn't like than what I did like that's all such as such as everything but the Cody and Darby Allen match, and I'll have to rewatch uh, Janella and Moxley because I was quite down at this stage. I was defeated, and I wasn't really paying any attention. But I assume it was good. I didn't like that six. That six man tag drove me crazy. It's just because like because of the the lack of enforcement of tags. Just, well, that and the hundred. Just make it a tornado tag. Do you know they're so serious yeah. about rules and stuff. And I don't want to ruin it. I'm not here to shit on it for anyone. But you asked me, so I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, like, I said wax lyrical. You you were mega down on it on Saturday night. And I was. To a, to a I point was defeated. Where like, to a point of where we're like, okay, let's just not talk to Steve right now because he might be suicidal. We don't know. <laughs> uh, you were the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I I just wanted to really see where you were coming from. And did it all stem from that god-awful pre-show? No, no, it's more just a taste thing. It's, it's um, Genuinely, it's just uh, I would prefer the tag matches to either be tornado tags or not. And it's just the spot fests. I don't want to call them spot fests because it's incredible action and it's it's great. And I can't take away from it. It's just my taste is all. That's all I'm really saying, Fitz. Um, Gordo, am I, am I crazy? It's just a taste thing. It's not a judgment or critical thing. Uh, I've... I will point this out, start this off by saying I did prefer Dublin nothing to this. I think oh, pretty yeah. much everyone was in. Everyone did. Almost yeah. everyone I saw you online. You were supposed to, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, Dublin nothing was 
was billed as one of their big four effectively. Yeah. Whereas, whereas this effectively is going to be one of their B shows or your B pay per views or even TV. Yeah, it's and I guess that dogs. means Nikki's home. I guess that means Nikki's home. But uh, yeah, I think it was like didn't they say somewhere? I think it was a Tony or someone said in the build up to this basically that this and Fight for the Fallen were going to be more not not really variety shows, but kind of like that more just showing some of the different angles, some of the different scope of stuff they have to do. So I mean, it's not something that you take overly seriously that it was. That it was going to be a bit of a different look and a different feel than what they were normally going to have. So I kind of went into it expecting something a bit different, which is why some of the likes of the, the video game attires and shit like that, I was like, okay, but it's, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the actual ring content itself, barring that fucking shush portion that was a pre show. <laughs> he um, hung him with a GameCube controller and he laughed. <laughs> like, oh yeah. no. Well, that was bad. Why? Why not just like have him? I don't know. Have him hand Kenny the controller and have leave Kenny slap Pentagon with it or some shit like that. You know, like if, if, he, if he wanted to be, if he wanted to be the organizer, Mark, and get involved in the show somehow, have him out there as a manager or have him be some part of the crowd that hands someone something that he can hit someone else with. He did not have to fucking wrestle a match. Um, I think it was just to get the gamer crowd in that were at CEO, I guess. And it was just, hey, we know this guy. Oh, we'll walk in and check it. It was to get new eyes. So, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. I was convinced I that because of Nakazawa, I thought your man was going to plug the controller into him and then control <laughs> him. I was utterly yeah. convinced of it. I was like, you know what? That's so stupid. You're, this is going to save the match. This could happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the normal yeah. tag match on the pre-show was fantastic, though. It really was. Private party. Yeah, why not? And we, I watched I watched BTE this week. It's back to form. Um, private player, private party got a contract, full time contract after the match. Ah, happy days, happy yeah. days. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's very good. I, BTE uh, is very good open. this week. Um, I'm trying to think what else there. Seema Chris Daniels kicking off the main show. I hope. I hope. I look like obviously enough people stayed around for this. Um, be interesting to see what the actual viewership was online, but. At least in the arena, it looked like a lot of people stayed on. I think if I was a non-wrestling fan and I saw that Nakazawa Jabali match, I would have walked out after it. Yeah, I think. I don't think. Been... I, I don't think that was a good match to keep people in. No, no. That's why. That's why I was no. saying earlier. I don't think that if you're talking twenty-four-seven, what was the worst bit of the entire show? I would genuinely have given it to the Nakazawa Jabali match. Okay. Yeah, that um... was an abortion of an event. Fine that sound effect. That that botched <laughs> that botched German. Oh, I thought he was dead. Oh, oh yeah, he killed Why is a non-wrestler doing a fucking German suplex? And then what was like an elevated? The way he sold it, he, he jumped just, very high. Basically, he just oh. doesn't know how to do it. Like that's one move that you should really practice before you go out there. And oh, I thought it, he was he dead. Couldn't have practiced that. He landed right in his fucking neck. I thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, but yeah, the pre-show was an abortion and whatever. The mm. the main card was where it was at anyway. Sorry, Gordo, uh, Chima yeah. and uh, and yeah, uh, I was gonna say solid opener. CD. CD. Uh, yeah, solid opener. Two guys who were what Daniels is early forties, Seema's late forties now at this stage. Mm-hmm. Two of them really good opener though. You you know what you you know what to expect with a Daniels match. So it's going to be solid. Always going to. I was going to have everything pretty slick. Um, yeah, good, yeah, really good opener. And then 
we get into the, the the Nyla Rose match against two women who were combined a third of the size of her. Um, mm. I enjoyed this. It was a good match. You know, we've seen, and the reason I say we enjoyed this, right, is because we've seen so many matches in in the WWE involving a big woman and little women, and none of those matches in WWE has ever captured my attention because they haven't been able to tell a story in the match. This match was produced very, very well. And yeah. obviously, touching on what you said about BTE, Kenny Omega is heavily involved with training and booking the women's matches. You know, even to the point of where... Oh, this, I'm going to do a disservice here because I can't remember any of their names. Uh, the girl Riho. who won, Rio, when she broke up a pin by pushing them over, which actually caused another pin to happen, and she had oh, to break yeah. that up as well. That was just fantastic. And then even Nyla Rose doing the, was it the split leg moonsault? No, split leg drop off the top. Uh, What was it? She did a spot off the top. She done a knee drop across the top of the rope, didn't she? That's what it was. It was a knee drop, not a leg drop. Sorry, yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Now, yeah, obviously you have to spend your belief, obviously, because Nyla Rose really should have people in this match. But when you do suspend your belief, you think, okay, I liked how that played out. Hmm. Yep, no arguments for me anyway. Yeah. And Tony Khan said he doesn't like intergender wrestling, huh? Hmm. Um, pew, pew, pew. Yeah, not, pew, not, pew, going, not pew, going there. Well, Shoot your guns. Joke. Who said that? Shoot your guns like a cowboy. It's like Hangman Page, is it? Hangman no, Page, who won the Fatal 4-Way against MJF. Jungle Boy and Jimmy Havoc. I thought Jungle Boy was great cracking this. He was really fun. Yeah, and of course, Luchasaurus. God love Luchasaurus. Um, praise be Luchasaurus. And praise be MJF and his mic ability. Oh, he slaughtered that crowd. <laughs> As a gamer, I was horrendously def- uh, offended, but he was mostly right about a lot of things. And that shot they got, you know, the, the line about the virgins or whatever. And the, <laughs> the guy they got, he's like, oh, nailed he's, it. He's famous. He is Who, famous. Whoever was on the, the cameras there nailed it. Um, so this should be fun. We've got Gordo who has intermittent, the have to mute. Fitz who has dogs are going to bark. So I might be uh, solo for a couple of minutes here. <laughs> During AEW. Dogs, dogs are gone walking. It's okay. How the okay. fuck are we? Yeah, we can't leave Steve to uh, anything solo in fucking AEW time. No. <laughs> Never happened. No. Uh, what should you make of the four way then, Fitz? Uh, it was nice. It was solid. Um, the highlight of the entire four way was MJF beforehand. Um, you know, I'd like to have seen a little bit more from Jimmy Havoc, I thought. You know, this wasn't exactly his breakout match yet. But, you know, it was nice. It was solid. It was only ever going to end in one way. So the the, the expectation or the shock value really wasn't there. But, you know, didn't disappoint. Didn't set the world on fire either. I think Nick has joined us because he's in the uh, Google Doc there. So he's probably going to appear in a minute. As if from nowhere. Return from the dead. Return from the dead. Um, Cody oh and Darby Allen was hella fun. Oh. Now, this was a very good breakout match for Darby Allen because I'd say zero people had heard of him before this or at least had seen his work other than the weird fucking YouTube clips from him and Moxley from the week before. Mm-hmm. Very, very good match for him to come out to. There's two major talking points from him, but the other one we'll save till the end here. 
the other one was the coffin drop i believe they they called it oh baby that went out for his uh gigolos and or juggalos and jiglets that one jesus it's christ uh, hope you enjoy <laughs> i'm going to uh i'm going to dm him and see will he do an intro for us <laughs> we'll paypal him 20 quid or something fuck this shit fuck this shit whoop whoop um yeah so yeah the coffin drop onto the there i believe even in aw is the hardest part of the ring i understand uh nick nick did politely inform both myself and fitz at the time that it is indeed the hardest part mm-hmm. of the ring well we have that um, squared off then yeah, yeah. although weird enough people are talking about that bump they're forgetting the other bump he took earlier on in the match where he the went one... through the ropes into the fucking oh, ring post yeah that and was... landed hella hard yeah he's small cody yeah. looked like andre the giant like Jesus. Uh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you you missed all the alleged part. We're only a couple ah. of minutes into Fighter Fest. Oh, we God, did a, Jesus. Oh, we did that a good a half long hour. Alleged. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything alleged to say? I think I'm good for now. What what did okay. you cover out of curiosity? Uh Airbnb's okay. neighbours and me wanting to throw a hand grenade into the garden. Uh, Fitz went on a political rant. Uh, my my title defense from last Friday. Oh, the pints, oh, yeah. yes. Yep, yep. And movies. I think we, movies, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll listen yeah. back to the first hour of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Nick? Oh, all good. Just did a couple of extra hours in work. All I've good. Get, uh, good stuff. We're just coming to. We're in the middle of Cody and Darby Allen. We might as well talk about the chair shot then. Do you want before that happened actually? Because I know you raised the point in our pre uh, private chat that you were not happy that the result was overlooked, and I even feel... not, that, not even the result was overlooked, even possibly the wrong result. No, no, I think the the draw was the fair result because it it um I think Darby Allen did so well there and got so many new eyes on him, and I you know, listen, I, I could be right, I could be wrong, but I feel like the the angle afterwards completely overshadowed it because it was so unique you don't see a head a, a head shot or a chair shot to the head anymore that almost it was an afterthought mm. that's all i was saying i gotta i'm clipping again so i gotta have to try and remove this you move really it around to the to get, front again get a new fucking thing for that man. yeah I, I, I live beside a music shop i'll get one tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and now i have to do this thing again so tell me are we buying that it was supposed to be a gimmicked chair or is that their way of trying to gloss over it? I think they would be fools to not do that with a gimmick chair. <coughs> yeah. yeah. I, I reckon I saw... it, was, it, it was supposed to be. The only reason he got cut was because the back the, the back of the chair caught him on the back of the head as it was coming. Mm. That mm. was just unlucky. Like there shouldn't they, they weren't planning on there being blood there. That was just an unfortunate accident. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're smart enough and they're young enough guys to know that's stupid. You know, I, I surely that was gimmicked. They're like a cookie tray or whatever they need to do. But uh, and they, there was picture. There was picture surface afterwards that showed it was already pre-dented the chair before it was ever swung. So I'd, I'd say it probably was gimmicked in okay. some way. And and like I'd say, that's probably what like the actual impact was probably fine. The only reason it looked so bad was because of the blood, because of the way it got, it got caught. I'd say there wouldn't have been near as much of an uproar if that hadn't happened. Uh, well, yeah, that's a fair point. It always blood always elevates these things yeah. anyway. 
But it, I think it'll all be interesting how they handle it coming out of Fighter Fest. They have an opportunity now to build it into a storyline, or effectively saying, okay, due to the severe nature of the incident at Fighter Fest, all chair shots to the head are banned. You know, you, you could use it as people probably were wondering, you know, they're, they're allowing death matches to a degree. They're allowing, you know, stronger style more gruesome bloody whatever sort of matches on their pay-per-views where's the line people were probably asking before this okay now we've kind of found a line that they that they won't cross again so it's early doors you have to set these parameters for yourselves so i think they they, they have to use it as part of the storyline yeah make you make benefit out of it like yeah but again darby allen cody i think perfect result you know, it, it really puts Darby Allen over the fact that Cody couldn't beat him. Plus, it really sets out the the expectation now that time limits will be enforced. Yeah, uh, that's but what look, I like the most about is that time limit draws are now a thing. Time limits make a difference. So that that's what some one of WWE is sorely missing because I hate the way they do. You know, this match is starting now, but there's five minutes left on the show. Mm-hmm. I there wonder how long. Ad, you, you know, there will be an ad break after the second fall. Oh. <laughs> At least, oh. at least when you put a, a time limit on it, you know, at least, okay, cool, perfect. That makes sense logically, as opposed to, you know, this thing this will be started dead. So this match is like the pre shows for any pay per view, you know, with the clock in the corner for when the pay per view started. You're like, how do you know the matches are going to go longer than that? Mm-hmm. Like, it happened once. There was a battle royal where it ran, uh, oh, yeah. ran from the pre show into the main show. Um, one thing kind of uh, annoyed me about Twitter during this match, or the aftermath of this match. Was people saying that uh, they're like, oh, how did this? Go? How is this a time limit draw? We didn't. Why didn't they big up the fact that there was a time limit? Like they announced it before the match. Yep, as you they just... did for every match. Yeah, it was I like... think they maybe they didn't hear Justin Roberts. I know there's always like a lower sound at AEW for some reason. Probably haven't quite figured that one out yet. Pretty clear, like I mean, I, I heard we it before every match. Yeah. Oh, I heard we, it too, but we, I could we... tell once I watched it back a little bit that maybe they couldn't hear it. That's yeah. the only the only thing I could say. Now, if you're hearing any little bumps in my mic, I apologize. I'm trying to get oh, this fucking bumps. thing. There's Sorry. Fix your shit, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> so unprofessional. God. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, but that was the major talking point. Um, next then, we had a car crash with the Elite versus uh, the Lucha Bros and Laredo, and Laredo Kid Fitz. It was very enjoyable. That was shite. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, do you hate fun, Steve? I don't. I'm only messing. Carry on. <laughs> is this old man Steve or old man Steve? No, no, no. I no. I just I, I talk, you missed it. I already talked about it. I take okay. nothing away from the quality of it. It's just not my taste. That's all. I like the rules and uh, selling. That sort of thing. Not just pew, 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 pew. everyone's dead and all of a sudden they're awake again. It's just not my thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you, you know? don't like fun. Look, if there's four lads here and 75% of them loved it, win-win. That's that means win. you're wrong. No, sir. <laughs> it means we have opinions. No, we don't. <laughs> have you not been on Twitter? Opinions are not allowed. You oh, either yeah. you either go oh. along with the majority or you are wrong. Very true. Uh, go on, anyway. What do you think of it? Oh, it's just good fun. Shame that Kenny's gear didn't come in in time. I'd love to have seen how he would have actually come to the ring if his gear was there. Who was he? Uh, Akuma or something, was it? Or Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, here's a uh, and the two boys were Ryu and Ken. And Nyla Rose was supposed to be the orchid from Killer Instinct as well, where someone had said that she was reptile from Mortal Kombat or something, but apparently it's Killer Instinct she was. But okay, look, Vigi uh, Games. Important question for you, Steve. Tell us how you feel about the Hadouken. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> At least... Well, you, did you ever witness um, Pastor William Ever in OTT? I've seen clips, yeah. <laughs> now, I suppose <laughs> if I was there live, I'd get a kick out of it, I suppose. So I can't judge it too much. Plus, their Hadouken connected, at least. But Pastor yeah, William yeah. Ever's holy Hadouken never actually physically connected. <laughs> yeah, no more Hadoukens, please. <laughs> elite, all elite, elite. They'll hang themselves on that word. That's all I'm saying. Carry on. I don't want to be a sh- I don't want to shit on anything. Carry on. Please, you go without me. I've been trying to do this for every time I say, please talk without me. Go. I'm trying to be positive here. Uh, if we if we do a fucking all out post show fits, we need to have something where we can dial in because we need to make sure that Steve doesn't try and hijack this show on for <laughs> uh, Well, the good the great thing about AEW is the Saturday night pay-per-views. I don't know why WWE haven't switched to this yet. It's Ooh. fucking great. It was all most boxing and good. combat sports are Saturday night. Yep. Anyway, I maintain WWE are afraid to go up against UFC. Potentially, mm. but should they were long before UFC really before yep. UFC became mainstream popular. But I think they're too far down the rabbit hole now to a point where they're not going to switch it. I think no matter really? what. At this point, it's it's known WWE pay per view Sunday nights. If yeah. you start me moving it, it just gets confusing for people. Eh. And then um, Moxley and Janela, Nick. Yeah, that was a interesting one. I, I was curious how far they'd go down the debt match route because they obviously weren't calling it a debt match or anything. Mm. So, but uh, I, I'm glad they did the uh, the old thumbtack on the bare feet spot that we also saw on OTT. Cause that, oh yeah, that just cringe. It makes me cringe every fucking time. That's nasty. Yeah, nasty. Hook it up to uh, my veins, though. I like that they've done the the old fashioned light drop beforehand as well to like the whole thing of you know this is the end of the show. However, we do have this on sanction match, and they went with the old school complete throwback of dropping the lights and the lights come back on. I thought that was a nice touch. Mm. Uh, Fitz missed all this. It was good. Where the fuck are the lights? Twitter. What's the lights? Well, I was <laughs> twittering, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I liked that. Um, just give us Janela Havoc, please. Mox Havoc. Both of them, yeah. Triple threat death match. Winner dies. <laughs> <laughs> Winner uh, dies and goes out as a martyr. Did you see the interview with uh, Chris Van Velt? Velt, Velt, or the fuck it is? Vleet. With, uh, Vleet, that's the one. With, um, with Havoc. Mm-hmm. I tweeted about it because he name-dropped Martina. It was very impressive. I watched, it was very good. I watched it too. Yeah, uh, and he said that he's requested specifically to face Moxley, so I, mm-hmm. that's going to happen at some point. I love that he still lives at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Such a hardcore deathmatch fighter lives with his parents. Lives in his mom's <laughs> basement with his fucking My Chemical Romance poster hanging up on the wall. <laughs> oh, God, what an emo. Um, but afterwards, yeah, the, the big angle then was Kenny, Kenny extracts revenge on Moxley down and beats that boy. Something fierce. And Mox and, just smiling. Yeah, it's really funny. The cameraman fell into the pool and Moxley, <laughs> setting, setting being beaten up, just starts laughing at the cameraman. Brilliant. <laughs> it actually works, though. I thought, cool, he's actually a fucking madman. Yeah. 
Yeah, it did. It worked out in their favor, so, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. not not. Uh, this isn't what their shows are going to be like. I suppose is the takeaway. They've they've said though. They said like uh, yeah. Tony Khan said it in interviews. Like this and Fight for the Fallen aren't going to be what the regular show is going to be. They're specific and a set side shows. So the next proper show is going to be all out. Which I can't wait for. Yeah, boy. Cool. <laughs> I now can't wait for it. Uh, the other big thing then, which nearly made us do a, a show on Friday, the Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff stuff. So, congratulations, AEW. You've done exactly what I wanted you to do. Force change. Yep. And here we are. Oh, you force change. You, you, you've rewinded time. Mm-hmm. Rewound time. We're now living in the 90s, brother. It's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, we don't know how much... See, the notes I have here are a little dated. They were written last week. You know, because I thought maybe on the off chance we might do one over the weekend. So we don't need to go over it. Everyone knows what happened. You've heard it a hundred times already by now. But Paul is uh, Paul Heyman named Executive Director of Raw and Bischoff for SmackDown, answering directly to Vince McMahon in newly created roles. Oh boy, this could be interesting. It, it, um, it, it depends on how much freedom Vince gives them. I wonder if this is Vince's thing of... They you know the XFL is coming up. He might need to take a bit of a back seat a bit. So this is him starting to let work hand off a bit, which would be great. But I just don't see Vince letting too much power go. Yeah. How how He's, pissed would you be if you were trips? Now that's yeah. the thing. I think I think he's just going to be Vince, and he has Paul and Heyman, Paul and Bischoff below him. I think maybe that's the role. Hmm. Or maybe trips was like do you know what i'm kind of okay with nxt because it's you know good what and, do you think uh, of it trips already has three different brands yeah he's running like so you don't want to give him like that's a lot of work already as it is well NXT the story to come out this week is apparently 205 is going to be dissolved oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's i read that somewhere which are our predictions are coming in nick yep <laughs> um shame but yeah i think i I haven't watched it since christmas yeah i still have time even the the people who fought for it and loved it they're starting to not watch Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 i feel the same about nxt uk as well it's just one of those ones where like i don't have enough hours in the week to watch all of this content i see you know what do they call the imperium or something walter's Mm. group i see that and i go oh that looks cool never gonna have any time to watch it though i just don't have the mental space for it I, even watch, UK, I, I watch it in batches so like i'll catch yeah. up every couple of months I'll, I'll or a month or two I'll, you know i'll just like binge watch and catch up on it but i'm so far behind in 205 at this point i'll need to pick a starting point and it's just you know yeah time I, to do it. I gave up when murphy left who yeah <laughs> had uh, buddy murphy the really really what? old wooden australian ship ah <laughs> very good perfect but i, I um, even tuned into some of the nxt uk stuff that nick was watching last week and i was after about 20 minutes i was bored the, I, mm. the content that they're producing isn't captivating me at all. Um, when you think of all the stars that they potentially could have on the show, and they're kind of they're focusing and their focal point is the Gallus group. Well, that who, was, obviously they're in their own right, but you've Scotland got the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang. Oh yeah, that's, <sighs> that's a Glasgow taping though. That's yeah. why. No, but even any other shows I've ever seen, they've always been kind of top of the bill of the of the card. It just reminds me of fucking Three Man Beef. You know, it's it's main roster kind of content translated into the UK. And that's that's my impression of it. So fair enough, I haven't seen enough to make that adequate judgment. 
But anything I've ever seen, I haven't seen enough Pete Dunne. I haven't seen enough Mustache Mountain. I haven't seen enough Jordan Devlin. Granted, they've all been heavily featured, but I just haven't seen enough of them from when I've watched it. Maybe I've just been mm. very unlucky and only watched it when the other guys are on my screen. But I don't know. Um, but this is this is the eternal question here will be, how much influence do they really have? And how long will it last? I mean, you remember the whole third hour, third hour of Raw thing? That's gone. <laughs> that didn't last very long. Uh, the rule part of the wild card rule that lasted about three weeks the new era of new new rematch or no rematches lasted about four or five months to be fair but now you have <laughs> you did two out of three fall rematch from a two out of three fall rematch to 50 50 bucket three all but look don't start a road dog is going to fucking tweet at us again all right oh, road dog. <laughs> i tell you what and i watched smackdown live last night because i was i fell asleep after work so i was up and very, very positive tweets because I enjoyed SmackDown. Where was Road Dog? Nowhere. Wasn't in the comments <laughs> going. Uh, He's like, oh, nowhere. anything negative to say tonight, lads? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that from him. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, let me save the Tommy Dreamer stuff for a bit of crack at the end. Yeah, well, I mean, seeing as we're on the raw stuff, we might as well just go with it. Yeah, um, yeah, so you had the open, right? And you, they ran down the card, and then the street profits are shown on screen briefly for a second. And I believe purposefully, we're like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Yep, that's that. That'd be a Paul Heyman thing to do, all right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's Paul Heyman because there's no way they allow that happen otherwise. Kevin Dunn is not allowing that to happen. Why are they waiting there for an interview that didn't happen for maybe another hour or whatever it was later? Uh, I think that bit is actually pre-tapes. the open of a pre taped segment that went live as a WWE.com exclusive. Well, if you look, the area is actually different to any of the areas where they actually don't interview stuff throughout the night, but, but uh, they the had a there. No, but they did have a five-minute video that was posted about them on Twitter there today, so I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Um, basically, we start. They started off with the Falls Count Anywhere match, which was great crack, full-on Haas match, brawling through the arena. Ended up then with Lashley about to run down the ramp and attack Braun, but Braun stands up and just murders him, puts him through the LED wall. There's an amazing slow-motion shot of Lashley reacting to it. Fireworks oh. go off. And that video of the cameraman doing the epileptic fist thing was hilarious. He was just scared, Steve. Scared as a pyro. Oh, that's the first road dog comment we had. This. No, that was the second one. Was Was the second one? Oh, yes, it was. It was. Fuck off, road dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Holy shit, though, from Corey. Yeah, and Corey gets to curse. Yeah. And that's how you start. That's how you fucking kick that show on the nose straight away. Now, of Mm. course, it went rapidly downhill to its normal self. But it is a hell of a start. So do you think maybe Vince said, Paul, you can have the opening 10 minutes and don't fucking look at anything else. That's mine. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I don't know. The the first hour and the last hour were good. Mm. Hour two, which weirdly enough was uh, the one that had the most viewers. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that was not great. But I uh, imagine everyone tuned in after hearing what happened at the start, and then, then realized it was still shit. a usual shite. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's exactly how I imagined it went, and they missed they missed the good shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, that yeah, but, great open. Uh, I'm pretty sure I messaged you saying I had no complaints for the Bobby Lashley segment. I really no. enjoyed it. 
and they left the camera hanging there for three or four minutes no joke three or four minutes there with no audio or with no commentary just the EMTs trying to get out and the staff trying to put fires out it was great mm-hmm. loved it really good yeah <clears throat> um, yeah just good good you compare that to Smackdown's Open <laughs> where uh, immediately commentators throw to a video package of a situation that affected everybody in the company where they showed the Raw Open the Smackdown Open was the Raw Open and within within seven minutes, you had three video packages from Raw on SmackDown last night. Uh. <laughs> now, I will sum up, <laughs> where is this thing? What I thought of SmackDown, now I enjoyed SmackDown, but Truth, where is this shagging thing that I read? Truth had it nailed. Let's take a look back at what transpired last... No, 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 don't do that. No, let's, let's take a look back at what no, happened... No, regard- no, 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 don't do that. Truth? Let's take a look. They were not letting it out. They were like, no, we're going to video packages. <laughs> I, at the very bottom of this thing, you'll see this week in WWE tropes and I gave up because I was accounting, you know, the two out of three falls, the video packages. I just gave up. I was like, it's not funny anymore. It's actually depressing. <laughs> Most nah, of SmackDown nah, nah. was raw. It was just raw fucking recaps. Most of the show. Remember they used to have a, good a section show. called the Raw Rewind on SmackDown. Yeah. Now it's they, two hours. They, they show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to WCW Raw Rewind. Oh, That's the funny part of it all. With Eric Bischoff having that kind of inside the rope segment being so public on YouTube the last week or so, where he literally called out for the brand split to be just that. Completely different shows, completely different look and feel, should not interact with each other. The start of SmackDown. His first SmackDown potentially in charge was a raw recap yeah i'm wondering if he hasn't taken over in charge yet because i because because of the fact that they have him working on the fox deal and stuff like that, i'm wondering if he's not going to properly take over until the fox deal comes into place i know Heyman far away Heyman was in charge of raw this are part of in charge of raw because i saw him uh so kenny mcintosh uh tweeted at him saying congrats whoever it is and he replied and saying thank you and all so it uh, commented on Rolex. So I, I, he was obviously involved because he replied to that. But I don't know how much Bischoff was this week yet. The story seems to be, and it is the best way to do it, I think, is they'll properly be in charge after the pay-per-view. Mm. And that's when they start. Give them a nice, just Makes cut sense. and dry it. Get rid of this Becky and Seth nonsense. Cut it dry there. Carry on. But what are you talking about? They had the fucking mixed tag <laughs> match. Where well, that's another... Technically... I, I'm going to have this one out. The Canellas has fucking beat the champs. Go so on, they get on. their titles. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Maria are the champions. They're never ah. losing. Well, they're Maria, losing fa- Maria's never losing her. Maria can't defend it. She's fucking in a consistent state of pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh. Uh, don't get me wrong. Fair play, Mike. If I was married to that, I'd have her fucking pregnant three six five as well. But uh, yeah, so they had this. Oh Jesus Christ! How god awful was this? Tell the um, tale. This was this was a one thousand million percent to Paul Heyman segment. Oh yeah, definitely. This is very much as a him segment. I, I want to point out. I really, really loved the Canellas bits. The rest <laughs> of the stuff. Happening? The rest of the stuff that I'm going to talk about, I fucking did not enjoy at all. Um, yes, we had 
Lacey doing her best impression of the rest of the universe by not paying any attention to anything Baron Corbin says when cutting a promo. <laughs> uh, she's looking in the mirror doing her makeup. Uh, I know I've often said that I want Corbin to be a champ one day, but yeah, this, uh, no, this not is now. not that day. I thought I thought we were going to give it to him at the last pay-per-view. I can still see him doing it in this one. Um, <laughs> just think it would be such a shit way to do it, but I can see it happening. But yeah, so they... Oh God! So, uh, they talk shite about how they're going to be the new power couple and how they can easily break them. I don't know. I, yaddy, I, was, yaddy, I was doing a lacy on it and not paying much attention. Yeah. Um, then we cut to what I t- I would argue the first part of this was possibly worse, which was Becky and Seth's attempt at humor. The whole ugh, ugh. <laughs> I, d- I don't quite think it's that bad. <laughs> We've already decided what that is Steve hating the, the current champ is 24 7 champion. Oh, yeah. the, the, the current champ is the electric chair. Oh, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so you had you had Beth and Seki. Beth and Seki. Seki. What have a name? Beth and Seki. Oh, oh, vintage Gordo. Oh, I've, I've had one fucking can. Oh, oh, Lord, um, oh, I think I'm still drunk from Friday. Um, I, I had it down in my notes. Just god-awful promos is what I had. I know Fitz, you said he enjoyed it. But you like AEW, so it doesn't matter. So uh, <laughs> I liked... I liked uh, are we calling her Seti or... <laughs> the, the collective Beth. group is Seki, I think. That, I think that's Seki. the way <laughs> Is she I, Tom Mike or Mike Tom? <laughs> I like Becky's. Huh? 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 I, she overdid it a bit much. Yeah. That's why I liked it all. I think some of those things are okay, but the extended of them make it too mm. too much, which in turn makes it almost more funnier. For me, I liked it. Um, but we made the point way... actually at our executive lunch today that. They're acting like a couple who were forced into a situation where they don't want to be, and because of that, they come across cold and unconnected. It's a work. They're not a couple. <gasps> I, I read it on the internet. <laughs> oh, it must be true. That ringside news site. Yeah. 100% accuracy. <laughs> but it, honest to God, if you were told it wasn't real, you'd believe it. Because they just have no Look, on-screen chemistry, or they hate, as we were saying, Fitz, they hate it so much that they're just trying to tank it themselves. Because it's just yeah. like it's like brother it's and the sister. The best wrestling company in the world. Yeah. All right, right. entertainment it. company. All right, bet. Yeah. Then Maria showed Maria, up, Gordo. Yeah, Maria shows up with uh, her bitch, Mike, um, <laughs> and she goes on about how. They call themselves the first couple of WWE and basically wears her trophy for pushing an eight-pound baby out of her badge. Uh, <laughs> Why was that said on television? Like, love, come on now. You, like, you, like, fair enough, you shot out an eight-pounder, but like, what have you done for me make... lately? You know? Plus, your target audience is like 95% men. We don't want to hear these things. Yeah. yeah. Carter, <laughs> Carter does that every Sunday after a night out. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Like an eight-pounder. Eight, eight That's a fucking dent. Go on. What's it? What's it from South Park? Curix? Curix, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, it's like, like I've known people who are like 10-pound and 11-pound babies. But an eight One pounder solid piece. Up. Look at that consistency. <laughs> oh, triple flusher. 
<laughs> as we like to call it, Bono. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this all ends up in a mixed tag match. And Gordo, in a mixed tag match, can a man hit a woman or can a woman hit a man? Nope, a man cannot hit a woman. <sighs> And the woman no, no. Did commentary? Did the commentary team remind us of this fact? Uh, just a handful of times, considering <laughs> yeah, the in the, in this match, yes, match went, <laughs> yeah. Um, to a point where this match all ends where Maria gets tagged in. Um, so then obviously Seth tags in Becky. That's fine, and Becky comes tearing across the ring. Maria drops down off the ring apron, grabs a microphone as Becky comes out to try and punch her, and. She screams that she's pregnant. Much to the shock hey. of Mike. Uh, great day Becky. for the parish. Uh, Becky pats the belly and says congratulations and kind of walks off. Um, then she says some shite about uh, he, how he isn't man enough to impregnate her and that she's amazed that he did manage her or whatever. Uh, which stage Mike turns around and Becky whips him in off the apron, locks him in a disarmor and makes him tap out. Mike wasn't a legal man. Oh, <gasps> my God. No. Also, you know, not allowed to be pinned and interact with Becky in any way. Yeah, yeah. No, that too. Um, to be fair, why are, why are the women even wrestling in the first place if Maria's pregnant? Or just in general, you know. Hazardous um, work environment right there. Yeah. <gasps> uh, but yeah, then... Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Discord shit in the bed. Wait, are we still there? Hello. Hmm. Well then, just gonna see how this will leave this call. Join it again. See how we get on. We there? Hey, we're back. My Discord went to hey, shit. Every, we're back. Everyone's did, I think. So did my. Everyone's did, yeah. yeah. I just left the call, yeah. Okay. Um, we're all going yeah, to heaven, so- lads. Hooray. Hey. Hey. More um, beer. Hey. hey. The bar is closed. The bar is closed. Hey. Back to my house. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Wait, Mark Gordon. Not a race podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um, Maria kept going after the match. goes on about how Becky was the only man there. You heard it in the intro. Uh, Becky was the only one there, man in the whole segment. And next time... Uh, she'll ask Becky to impregnate her, which is a real indictment of the American education system. Uh, <laughs> either that, either that, or it's a, either either that, or it's proof that impregnating Maria after that eight shitting out that eight pound kid is actually a turkey based her job. Um, <laughs> Jesus, what? At you uh, for that? Nah, fuck off. At the human onion about it. Go on, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Um, yeah, I. It was different, and Maria was good on the mic, and well, apparently she's good on mic. But uh... hey, hey. hey. consensual penis. Uh, yeah, where's <laughs> where's the end game to this? Except uh, for when it comes to Mike and Maria signing a five year deal and telling the company she's up to duff again. Uh, that was the best. Mike is going to have drug problems geniuses. again. Strategic genius. <laughs> So half a million dollars each a year is probably what it is because that's the low end that they're offering. So this they're getting a take-home pay to that household of a million dollars a year and they're worth Guaranteed about five dollars. Plus, plus childcare. 
and social uh, social yep. welfare. Children's allowance every yep. Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month. <laughs> Go going into yep. an old gym in Savage, the local man. toy store. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a great week of it this week. I'm just going to the latency's been fucked, so that's gone up. Latency goes down. Now we should be all right. Fucking hell, this hey. shit in the bed. Now we're fine there now. Lovely. We're all going to heaven, lads. Yeah. Did, did, did anyone else actually enjoy the Canelosy bits? Or was it just... I did. No, I, yeah, I it was funny. Mm. Oh, it was funny, yeah. They were different, like. Yeah, no, yeah. you wouldn't see that sort of shit in AEW now. It's oh, a different film. It's a different shark. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yes. Covering <laughs> over it. <laughs> uh, yeah, in this case, it is a different film, a different shark. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have written it. I probably wouldn't have put it on TV. <laughs> but I mean, eh, it's better than last you week. Just gave them loads of money. You may as well do something with them. Besides exactly, that, yeah. It was like we just. <laughs> Steve, you. I don't know if you have it already, but if you don't, you need the sound clip of Krusty saying, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> oh, I, I mean, that was exactly my thoughts after that? watching it. <laughs> that was exactly my thoughts after watching yeah, yeah. it. I have it on hockey. And, that's and thank that's you for seven. your professionalism. <laughs> I was trying to remember what hockey it was, and I saved it as seven because it's my favorite number. <laughs> 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 no, I just quickly added it. I knew you were going because pew pew pew. Um, <laughs> speaking of pew 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 pew, the club and AJ. This just was, talk uh, it to my veins. <clears throat> yeah, you had. Um, this was weird now this is another Paul Heyman moment Carl Anderson bets his hot Asian wife or something is my note mm-hmm. <laughs> fill in a the blank there I, I was like half paying attention I was like what's this about his hot Asian wife if AJ wins what's happening is this mm-hmm. ECW um, but yeah to be fair to him he does have a hot Asian wife he does the good brothers interrupt uh, the aw shucks ricochet and they stir the pot <laughs> Uh, then they do the same to AJ they're like <laughs> it was just basically like hey I heard AJ wants to fight you oh yeah them's fighting words and then they do the <laughs> exact opposite to Ricochet or to AJ himself and then he ends up getting a title shot um, they want the old AJ Styles back from Japan and they say you should go up and slap him in his mouth and that was amazing it was like hey you let's fight and then he just slaps him in the face as hard as he could and then Ricochet but, slaps him in the face it was great and then awkward silence yeah I loved it also, Ricochet is god-awful on promo. Do not let him speak. No. Horrible. Minimalistic. Give him, yep. give him a manager. Yeah. Exactly. He needs that fucking Alistair Black's wife woman person. She would be a good baby. manager for him now. Yeah. The worst version of him, Will Ospreay. According, <gasps> according, according to Beth. <laughs> if, if, well, if Rollins was if Rollins was booking the territory, Will Osprey is the Ricochet's manager, according to his tweets. Well, they're best friends again now. Oh, yeah, oh that's right. They're busy yeah, mates yeah, yeah, again yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all under the bridge. Um, yeah, no, good point though. I think he does actually need a manager there or something. But does a superhero have a manager? Butter, if they have to. The, they always have the guy in the chair. Yeah. Yeah, give him a guy in a chair. Yeah, perfect. Fine. There you go. Seb Coulter. Bring him back, Seb Coulter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What's Patrick Stewart doing these days? <laughs> Barely breathing. Uh, oh, he's got a chair. It's fine. Um, basically, it gets to the match. It <laughs> gets the win uh, and is awarded the title. But Ricochet had his leg under the rope. And that was to get us to the ads. That was for a restart spot yeah. for the ads. I liked um, it though. That was a creative way to research. At least it wasn't a two out of three falls. I but never I mean, just, found it out. 
So just that's, do that's, the ad breaks before the matches and then the ad breaks after the matches. This is not rocket science. I've never seen someone complicate something so much. If you, if you can't do it for a minute, none of your matches are long matches. Five, ten minutes maximum. Mm-hmm. You can't go five or ten minutes without an ad break. Make the ad breaks longer. You don't need any of this convoluted bullshit. It's, yep. it's just stupid. Hashtag uh, end the three, two out of three falls matches. Yep. They are killing me slowly. Long hashtag. Except for that one, except for that one scenario, I said that I'd like to see happen at least once, where it's a tag team feud, so it was and you singles. have two singles matches as the first two falls, and the third fall, if needed, will be the two teams face off against each other. Have that road dog. We had too hard, Gordo. To say. It's too too hard. I'm gonna put out. Road dog did like that tweet when I suggested it. Ah, he likes and, everything. And if you want to get too hard, <laughs> wait. Set myself up because none of you cunts are doing it. Oh, stop. Uh, if you need help doing it, you can get it. <laughs> uh, Mike Canellis, that one's for you, lad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, works great. Wowie. Yep. Blue chew. He's got, he's got no problem in the penile department. Oh, well. Good for him. Good mm-hmm. for him. You know, you get to a certain age, you know, that's all I'm saying. Uh, AJ is causing pain. Experience, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we come back from break, the Good Brothers are ringside, and I thought, ah, oh, maybe they'll screw them over, but they didn't. They stayed out of the match completely. Uh, but AJ in the end gets caught and is rolled up or pinned or something. I can't remember exactly. I think it was a roll up, was it? Some sort of roll up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good roll up too. Yeah, mm. it was innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the thing at the end. AJ is torn between his two worlds when he goes to shake Ricochet's hand, but then he attacks Ricochet. And yeah. beat him down something fierce. He does Styles Clash off the middle rope. Then the magic killer by the two boys. And the old too sweet at the end. And the club is back together. Finn Woot, Balor is Woot. off television. And we have a so-called wildcard rule. Make it happen. Just bring them all, all four boys together. Bring it oh, in. what we need here. Literally, it just came to me. Balor's face. AJ's heel. This is the ultimate... Goody versus Baddie, and ultimately Balor turns heel and joins the club. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't need Blue Chew right now. I'm good. I think. Do you know what? Balor heel turn wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, would it? No, I think he needs it. Yeah, he, he hasn't been heel at all since he joined WWE. No. Like, and he did his best work as a heel in Japan. One hundred percent. Yeah, and also working out out how to get out of the Rainmaker. And that video is hilarious. We was training with Carl Anderson. He just ducks and he goes, "It's as easy as that." <laughs> um, yeah, but he good. is their ultimate babyface gay icon. So yeah, it's true. So I don't know if they're going to allow him. The other gay icon they have is a heel, though. So true, true. Mm. Damn, she pretty. But, uh, mm-hmm. What a waste! Ah, fits. It's an awful thing to say about Nyla Rose. <laughs> no, 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 that's a good waste. Oh, fits. Oh, fits. Uh, the twenty-four-seven stuff. That was oh, enjoyable. So <laughs> that was good. Fits, you're lying here. Ah. Oh, he's off to watch okay. a fucking Alex Bailey. Fucking <laughs> no. Hell, uh, hell no. Drake brings his wife to Raw, Drake Maverick. Uh, she Speaking thinks he's obsessed wife. with, yes, she thinks he's obsessed with the title, which he is. Uh, Jose is making his entrance for a match with Cesaro as Drake and the missus are ringside, and Truth is kind of teasing him. He comes out in the conga line and he lays flat back on the barrier, daring uh, Maverick to pin him. It was great. 
but then later on, Drake and his wife are leaving on their honeymoon. The wife goes to the bathroom or whatever. And Truth is seen hiding from the chasing pack. And, he, you know, he gets frightened when he sees Drake. I don't want any trouble. He's like, no, just going on my honeymoon. Just have fun. I'm not going to challenge you for the title. Truth is wrecked from running. He's really tired. And Drake spots his opportunity. Wants some water. He walks off. Drake picks up his luggage bag and hits him in the back of the head with it. And a ref comes along. He pins him for the title. Yeah. <laughs> that ref slide. Epic. Yeah. Um. And... uh he just leaves. He leaves his bag behind. We don't need the bag. Let's go, go, go. Good stuff. Oh, have, you see, have, you, have you seen the clip he's put up on YouTube since then? Oh, in the car? Uh, not even the, the airport one. Oh, no. I did. Oh, I did, actually. I did. Yes, yes. He's already oh, checking in. She's like, where are your clothes? Oh, wait, you don't have your bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, ch- I checked in your bag. Can I get the, 20, uh, the $50? But it, could you just not pay it? It's your bag. <laughs> things we wish we could say but we'll never (laughs) Um, it's like are you paying well you ate the food didn't you so (laughs) Um, yeah and then truth is a bit down and we, we you know we played the thing earlier of him not wanting to see the video package of what happened well don't do that don't do that don't do that but truth we have to no don't don't uh, but he indicates that he didn't get to go on a honeymoon for some reason. It was a weird promo. I don't know. I think he forgot some lines or something. And uh, he says maybe he'll join them on their honeymoon. So there's going to be some serious crack on social media over the next few days with truth on honeymoon with them. <gasps> but who's on sabbatical? <laughs> Dean Ambrose. <laughs> he really is. Dean Ambrose really is on sabbatical. <laughs> and Seamus? Seamus as well. He's on, he's on honeymoon. He's on honeymoon with Renee. Where is Seamus? Seriously, what's going on there? Because Cesaro had a match again. He's what? Oh, they they finished that tag at this point. Seamus hasn't been seen since the brand split yeah. or the, the shake up. Like he's What's off doing his, his YouTube videos at the moment. It's been the main thing he's kind of doing. Is he kind yeah, of semi-retired? Always... Maybe he's healing up because you remember that neck thing? Yeah, it could be. He still needs his icy title. He needs Him that icy Balor. title. Mm-hmm. We need that to happen. Him and yeah. Balor. Yeah. Get that Grand never. Slam. That, that feud has never happened anywhere. There was never. one match. There was oh, one they match worked in yeah, rival promotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one match at a WWE Live house show in Dublin where they faced off. Other than that, nothing. Yeah, in the indie scene in Ireland, they worked in two different promotions and they never crossed mm-hmm. paths. Was it Balor or Seamus told the story about how they'd have to sneak out for a pint and hide because they weren't to be seen <laughs> together? Yeah. They were mates, but they weren't allowed to be seen in public together, as if this was fucking WCW and WWF oh, yeah. in the late 90s. The, poli- the politics of Irish wrestling used to be <laughs> still did a little bit, but it, back then yeah. it used to be so bad. Like, Ah, what a shame. Um... But yeah, 24-7, hook it to my veins. Once again, this is fucking an A1 home run for them. It's easy. It's easy. Just send a 24-7 title. <laughs> Boys, this Kofi and Joe thing, hook it to my veins. So good. It's so, so good. good. Steve, I haven't seen SmackDown, so paint me a picture. Oh, a picture will be painted. Well- are you going to watch it on Sky or are you going to watch it not oh on yeah Sky? that is crucial oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get to that um, so the whole story anyway forget about the tag team match that happens um, Kofi and Joe are face to face because you saw what happened on Raw Joe choked out Kofi uh, Kofi and Joe face to face I was like Joe comes out straight away Kayla in the interest of limiting collateral damage I suggest you leave the ring I was like here oh, we go yeah. <laughs> Uh, you had a great back and forth, you know, 
Joe, Kofi was ready for all the lines about the family, wasn't going to get him down, whatever. Joe says Kofi's using the new day and pretending to be something he's not. All this, you know, the usual sort of stuff. But Joe offers protection for the people he loves most if he just shakes, shakes Joe's hand. And then you have that hang time for ages. And you're like, oh, will I do it? Will I not? And Kofi just keeps a smirk the whole time. The cameraman moves behind Joe's head and you can tell he's flipping Joe off. He sticks a middle finger up and then they pan out to see it for two seconds. Kofi, middle finger to Joe. And then, oh. Yeah, trouble in paradise. And he So leaves. that's what he done. Yes. <laughs> so I watched it on a highly illegal stream, you see. So and I actually, saw the USA Network version. But Gordo, you watched it on Sky. I did, and uh, I unfortunately thought some of it turned out the lights. I thought Undertaker was joining this feud as well. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were so worried about ratings, they were going to break glass on Taker in every fucking segment. Um, yeah, literally. The bird. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, big happy head on. What, what was that I said, Bessie? He's like a... He's like a child who decided to flip off another child knowing that his parents' backs were turned. He had a big happy fucking head on him. Like. But what did you see then, Gordo? Well, if she just cut to black. Yeah, as, as soon as the camera pulled back from Joe, you know, where you got to a couple of seconds, they went to black for a couple of seconds. Yeah, full black, full cut black screen. Why and it came back you? just... Not a clue. Yeah, fucking half two in the morning. Like. Yeah. I put it in the chat there if it's the picture of it. There's no spoilers. It's just the picture of what it is. Um... Yeah, quarter past two, I think it was, or something in the morning, and they yeah. just left it. It's just like, and but the way they did it was perfect. They just, you knew what was going on. The crowd reacted to it, and then they panned out for two seconds, uh, and that was the it. head on Kofi. He's so happy with yeah. himself. <laughs> See, <laughs> so good. That's um, the that's the power of positivity right there. Yeah. Oh, think- what was the fucking line? What was the line from Saxton during the the Big E match? Say the line. Say the line. Oh, was it was against it was against it was Big E it was Big E against Debray anyway, and uh Big E catches him in the abdominal stretch and starts slapping him. And uh mm. Saxon turns around and says that's uh, the positivity spank. <laughs> and Grace turns around and says, Whatever you do in your spare time is your business. <laughs> <laughs> They've got um, good banter, I'll give them that. Yeah, oh, that was great. I loved it. I think maybe Joe might be the one to take the title. PG. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. I think Joe deserves a run. Uh, Undertaker and Shane stuff. My note is trash fire promo and video package throws. That is all. The best thing about this is it gave us the Kevin Owens show that kicked off SmackDown this week, yeah. which so was fucking immense. It was very good. So the KO show opened SmackDown essentially after three video packages. Uh, and he intro Shane and Drew with, a, with the cue card bit. It was like, and you faced off with the under. Changes card. Taker. <laughs> Ooh, he <laughs> card read good. He card read good. Uh, just the thing as well, the best, and then of course, in the world. And he's just, he keeps changing the cards. It was genius. Um, so it sets up that there's no holds barred for the Extreme Rules match with Roman and Taker against Joe or... Uh, Drew and Chain. Extreme okay. rules, no holes barred, whatever the fuck. Another video throw is my notes. And KO has another video then pointing out that Chain had run away and blah, 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 blah. And that KO had gone off script on the agreed questions. But then Dolph comes out, Fitz. Dolph Ziggler. His head has hit the wall. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he's about to complain, but Owens cuts him off before he can start and doing the should have been me thing. And... He turns face a little bit, Fitz. Kevin Owens turns a little bit face. 
Mm-hmm. It should um, have been you. It should have been you eight years ago, and it kind of was for a little bit, but then nobody cared. Yeah. So Owens and Dolph want to figure out, hey, who was who? We're one of us, the number one contender. Let's fight for it. Shane's like, hell nah. So they're gonna put him. They're put him in a tag match for later against Heavy Machinery, and the winner of that match is added to the tag team title match at the pay per view. You're like, what? Against Brian and Rowan and New Day. That was a KO face turn. I think we all in agreement he's turned a little bit yep. face there. But the most facey things were to come, Fitz. Um, part of this was that Brian beat Big E via Rowan shenanigans, right? So KO and Dolph agree that their returns haven't been great. So they agree to be professional and give the tag thing a shot, right? Just, you know, it's all cool. They're kind of a funny promo backstage. See, Brian and Rowan at the commentary desk and New Day at the pancake desk who never said a word, not one word. They're just sitting there staring at the other two because of the interference earlier in the night. Match starts a couple of minutes and New Day get up off their seat. All of a sudden, there's just mayhem outside. New Day are kicking the shit out of the champions. But the champions get the better of them and Xavier slams through the table. Break. That was your reset for some reason. They had shown very little of the match. Right, but heavy because m- there was loads of pancakes at ringside and that was an unsafe work environment. Exactly. Yeah. Then they had to clean Someone that Someone could have up. slipped on that and done an ACL. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so then Heavy Machinery win after miscommunication between a Kevin Owens superkick and Dolph Ziggler's face. So, <laughs> uh, so they're kind of arguing back and forth. But then after the match, KO hits a stunner on Dolph. And he says some no-no words and gets no-no'd by the seven-second delay. The, it's a shame they couldn't no-no out the part where they turned around, where someone at the side of the ring turned and says, say it to the hard cam. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, the ref, someone the ref, very yeah. audibly, yeah, so say it to the hard cam, and he turned around and starts effing and blinding towards the hard cam again. Goes on about how it's his show. All right, there you go. So Kevin Owens has turned face fits. You got Ziggler Owens probably at Extreme Rules in some sort of Extreme Rules type Cheers, stipulation. <laughs> Kevin Owens could be the anti hero that they actually need as a face right now. Yeah, so he could continue being a dick, but in a funny way. An it's anti-hero that throws a stutter, that's never going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing uh, that that happens, good right? <laughs> good on the mic, good matches, knows his character inside out. Drinks Maybe. beer. Yeah, if you had, uh, if you wanted to combat MJF, I mean, Kevin Owens is probably the best guy you could use. Not many, not just... many as good as MJF on the mic than Kevin Owens and those types of guys. Everything yeah. he does is so effortless. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the ring mm-hmm. and on the mic. He just, he's, he's but unflappable. Sh- but he's not as good as Baron Corbin is. He can't be flapped, didn't you hear? Unflap him. Cannot, cannot be flapped. I will flap him. And flap you. Um, yeah, so that, that's interesting. SmackDown was quite good, I thought, this week. Yeah, enjoyed it. Um, there was too many throws to video packages and shit, but other than that, I really enjoyed it. As yeah. is tradition. As is tradition. The we also had our first ever three-time moment of bliss participant <sighs> in Bailey. Yep. But Nikki Cross had hosted Moment of Bliss Fits, you see. And that made things so much better. Uh, they ended up in a match. What happened there again? Uh, Bailey wants to know why she's facing Alexa, uh, seeing as Nikki beat her, meaning Bailey. And uh, Nikki knows, wants to know why she's not facing Bailey right now, right now. And then a match, and they're 50 50 up from last week, as is tradition. Oh, boy. But she had the thing where Alexa's stealing the spotlight of. You know, that storyline. It's a simple and effective thing and there'll be a good payoff where Alexa faces Nikki down the road. You know, maybe Alexa or Nikki takes the title off of Alexa when she eventually wins it. 
Eh, it's fine. Would be grand. Uh, be grand. It's better than a lot of the shit on there. There's actual storyline to it, and there's the nice little wrinkles here and there. But sure. Yeah. Look. Uh, uh, what else? Andrade beats Apollo. I can't remember much about this, to be honest. I don't uh, think that's Z- Zelina Vega appears to have robbed the belts from every female member of the locker room and wore them as part of her talk. Touch, touch, please, touch. Basically, wearing three belts. Uh, turned out, uh, <laughs> I rewatched. I, I ended up rewatching SmackDown. And Paddy was watching it. It's six. 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 People six. 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 Where's this fucking thing now? I need it for this one. Uh, Alistair Black. He is dark and quiet and brooding. <laughs> so, you have another one of these vignettes backstage. And he reveals after the knock last week that nobody was at the door. So, you call it knock a dolly, we call it Nick Knock. Basically, someone Nick Knock or Knock a dollied on his door and ran away. So, <laughs> he makes it really dramatic. It's like says there is no lo- we're no longer fighting on a physical level, but on a spiritual level. <laughs> it was like it was a knick knock, lads. Relax. Someone knocked on your door and ran away. I would do that if you sat in a dark room for nine weeks and talk shite. It's like it's like do you not realize that's Alistair's room. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Run away. Run so away. the theory is Orton, but I think not his style. Unless he knocks on the door, hides, and then waits to RKO him as he comes out, which would be an amazing payoff to end this misery. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine Prob- I'm being harsh I'm being harsh but, um... problem with this is you either have they've built this up so much now that either he has to he has to absolutely obliterate this guy or else it's yeah. going to be a letdown yeah, and you're not like, go- you're, surely you're not going to have him obliterate Orton with one kick are you yeah, yeah you, you've built it up so much that he has to literally obliterate someone or it has to be The Rock do you know what I mean yeah. it's, like, <laughs> it's like and he obliterates long, The Rock yeah how long has this gone on for or have him go into the ring and sit in the middle of the ring and or stand rather in the middle of the ring and just be going on about how he's want you know it's it's time reveal yourself yada 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 and have Orton slide into the ring from behind him and don't even have Black turn around and knock him out with a kick don't even leave it be a match just have Orton slide in as if he's going for an RKO out of nowhere just have Black be quick enough to catch him with a kick as he's going for it it was me Alistair it was me all along ah you unconscious son of a bitch <laughs> but you know something as simple as that doesn't even have to lead to an actual match at Extreme Rules at least that sets it up for a match going into SummerSlam and yep. it means that you can actually have a be with a top level guy as opposed to in this situation where if he's really to obliterate someone you'd imagine it's someone a bit down the card yeah but still yeah it's good and I'm looking forward that we actually are getting a payoff to this mm-hmm. at the, the end we? of the year well is, is it well, they said that he wants him to reveal himself at Extreme Rules or herself. Yeah. Who knows? There might be a woman. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. Neither of those guys can lose that match, though. Let me in. Knock, knock. I know. It makes see? a lot of sense. But no, neither of these guys can lose that match. Then. Yeah. And then Ember Moon gets her 50 50 on Absolution from last week by beating Mandy when she lost to Sonya last week. Yep. Although the slow motion camera shot they got from the floor looking up when she went for the eclipse 
Yep. Very good. Oh, that might be the greatest camera shot they've had this week. And they had a couple of fucking really good shots this week. But The just, Lashley one was amazing. That shot yeah. as they hit the wall was class. Yeah. But no, for me, just that that, that slow-mo uh, of Ember as she's hitting the Eclipse, just watching the turn in midair as she catches it was just perfect. The only other thing we only briefly touched on was last Tuesday, they had Elias and Miz have a two out of three falls match. This Monday, they rematch that and it's three all. They 50 50 This is a scary prospect that they can do back-to-back two out of three falls rematches to 50-50 book them. That's a scary, scary prospect. That's a convoluted way to have no one get over. It's energy best spent and time best spent elsewhere. What a waste of TV time that is. But at least they were nice enough to point out to us that the next ad break was going to take place after the second fall. Oh, good God. Now, I, I, know, I was chatting to Paddy about this and he was saying he didn't mind it too much. At least it's kind of, you know, to expect it. And I'm like, yeah, but my own thought process on that is at least now I know the first two falls are quick. Yeah. And also that there will be a third fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there has been matches in this new two out of three falls era. Like Kofi beat someone two nil. Was it? Was it Kofi? No, Dolph pinned him the first time. Which that's another thing. Why the hell did they have Dolph pin Kofi last week if the fucking Joe was going to sleep him this week? How much bigger? How much more impactful would that be if Joe had just slept Kofi? I have him never. He hadn't been. He hasn't been beaten since what? Mania before Mania. Mania. Even before Mania, yeah, Fastlane or whatever. Yeah. Chamber. 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 Well, he, no, no, he lost no. that match. No, no, yeah, the, the setup, the Debray, when Debray beat him after he beat everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That was a, That's the last one, yeah. That was fast, yeah. sorry, yeah. Four months, the first time he's lost, and even yeah. they knew they had to have known they're doing Joe Kofi this time last week, and they wasted a, a, a loss, a, a visual loss on Kofi. Anyway, that's my old man way, as I know, but anyway. So we got through everything. An hour and 39 minutes. Good 40 of that was wrestling best, I'd say. That's good shit, pal. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Where is my thing, Gordo? Well, I was going to say, we could see if there was anything going on in the news of wrestling, but since my music is playing, uh, I may as well tell all our fine listeners where to find us. So if you want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can get us on all good podcast apps. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Podcasts, on Spotify we're absolutely everywhere we're trying to take over the internet uh, wherever you are listening to this if you can give us likes for thumbs up five star review leave a bit of a nice comment if you want to call us a cunt still give us five stars or a thumbs up anyway um, then they, that helps get our name out there more and it means more people can listen to our lovely rants about whatever the fuck we want if you want more of our wrestling coverage you can get us on Twitter it's at 2 wrestling if you want to get us on Facebook it's facebook.com forward slash 2 sports and we also do have a fairly bare website we have a lovely G1 Climax tracker up there at the moment it's 2bitsports.com on the internet so go on there find your tracker fill it out with predictions for it it'll help calculate what you think the score is going to be and who's going to be your finalists it'll be great fun join in and get your focus send it on to us on Twitter we'll all have a bit of a laugh with it Lovely. Cena has done something. I don't know what it is yet. Hold on. Thank God. Let's see here. Yeah. Take care, bro. Yep. Um, I've got some advice for you. Yes. Um, respectful. Uh, I'll be respectful. What's my advice for you? My, my name is Skip. You can take a video. But you're just shooting video. No, you know, you know me. I'm famous. I don't want to talk to you. I'm famous. I'm Modine. 
doesn't matter who you are. You don't treat anyone with respect. Uh, I, I respect you. people with respect. I've got Thank respect. you for asking to film my video and then filming the entire time in the store. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I'm a speaker's corner. I don't care. London. I don't care. I help people. Thank you very much for being respectful. I, I'm, I swear, if you need anything, just let me know. I, I, I'm a good guy. I think it's more a visual thing he's like really angry at this guy he just filmed him walking around the coffee shop (laughs) oh sad people sad sad people yeah oh we did forget about the Shelton Benjamin segment oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah it's just come across my timeline here he's asked a question about who's going to win at at the extreme rules elimination chamber whichever and uh, he just like the dog in the Simpsons who shoots his eyes back and forward like he knows something <laughs> does he know Brock Lesnar is cashing in because there used to be a tag team you know that tag team energy it's the it weirdest video it really is very odd. strange yeah there's nothing going on lads it all happened last week yeah it seems to be quiet the only big thing happening right now is that uh, Instagram WhatsApp and Facebook are having issues again oh good oh yeah that's good mm. well that's why that thing you sent to us wouldn't show from yourself and Fitz then Possibly. Well, that means yeah. I already will have to come off the air tomorrow and I won't be stuck with them because I'll have no content. Fantastic. <laughs> no, they'll be talking of... about this. Oh. It'll be worse. Oh, lads, this Love Island crack. I needed to die. I needed to be shipped off in a container to the center of the sun oh, man, with I'm anyone so that's talking about it on the radio. I'm so, so happy I didn't get sucked into this season. Last year, I got sucked in. I allowed myself to get sucked in. And it was bad. Like it, you know, when you're looking, it's like looking forward to watching Raw every week, even though you know it's going to be shit, but you <laughs> yeah. still want to watch it. Nowadays, we watch Raw because we have a journalistic uh, responsibility to watch it. Yes, not because we want to watch it. <laughs> uh, one thing we didn't mention about Raw was Street Profits. How good they did. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, But what was the point in them being there? That's what I meant to ask. Because they didn't have a match or anything, or am I completely blanking on something? Diversity. They didn't. didn't, didn't. Could it essentially... Could we now get Ricochet and Three Profits against the club? Hello. Mm, Then they'd have to lose that. Heyman might be just doing a thing where he kind of lets some of the NXT guys up on Raw and showcase them a bit, maybe. Hmm. Get more eyes down NXT as well. I don't know. Tag, tag team tournament. Either that or Vince saw Private Party and thought that they were the same. <laughs> I'm a genius! Yes, I was hoping somebody would make the joke. I had my finger <laughs> on the trigger there. Um, actually, did anyone else see the changes happening to the UK tapings in November? No. News, Gordo. Um, yeah, so basically <laughs> there was a raw taping was set for Glasgow for November the 11th. Um, and it's now been changed to an untelevised live event. Um, the change was made because they're reportedly considering changing the date of the next Saudi show. Oh, um, fucking Saudi shows. So basically instead, on Friday, November 8th, Raw and SmackDown will both be recorded in Manchester. In um, one sitting. In one sitting. So people are going to have to sit through five hours worth of TV plus dark matches. Yeah, so this is the brand new Fox show. Yeah, and Raw's gonna. So SmackDown will be live, and Raw's gonna air. Well, live. Sorry, you know what I mean. SmackDown's gonna air that night in the states that that it's recorded, and Fox, and then Raw is gonna air three days later. They can't. No, they can't do that because that's within three weeks of SmackDown going live on Fox. 
Yeah, it's happening. That's the thing that SmackDown will still be live. It's Raw is the one that's going to be live. It won't because it's in the UK. It won't be live. Yeah. Live to tape. Yeah. But yeah, three day day delay. Yep. And. Yep, pretty much. Tapings were set to start at 6 p.m. GMT. Uh, They they are now set around to start at 6 p.m. GMT, and doors are opening at 4.30. So triplets. Long day. Fuck that. I'd rather shoot myself in the skull. Where is this thing? Uh, and several UK shows have have also been cancelled to try and accommodate for it as well. Uh, pretty sure I saw someone posting online that even one of the was the Belfast show, I think. Glasgow, I think. Was it Glasgow? It might might have been the second show, but yeah, basically this, there was a change made. To, uh, there was changes made to some of the shows last week yeah. where they were after being cancelled as well. Oh, Saudi, Saudi, sweet gold, yo. Yeah, well, they need that sweet Saudi gold to to try and compete with Tony Khan's sweet car part. <laughs> like gold. Sweet <laughs> Saudi gold, <laughs> sweet, sweet bumper for cars, gold. Gordon, did you forget about your game, our, our lovely game show? Do, do you, you have... think I forgot? Oh, fantastic! It's time to play fifty-two dollars. He loves dancing on that stage. <laughs> the people love him. The people love him. My adorable public. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's beautiful. Uh, welcome, everyone, to another glorious edition of 52 Drop-Off. I am your host, the one and only, the shitbag himself, Gordo. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to go week on week, uh, just to explain it to everyone. Week on week, we're going to compare Raw with, essentially, the previous year. Now, SmackDown for this week, unfortunately, isn't out. Their ratings should be due to come out this evening, so we'll have those next week. Um, but we do have the raw rating from this week, and we're going to compare it to the same week from this time last year, just to see kind of what the drop-off is in the old fandom. So, lads, just for a bit of context, last we, we go with last year first, or do you want to go get it from this year first? Which well, one do you tell, want? Oh, yeah, go last year. Tell us what happened, how what the figure was, and let's see what the fall was. Um, okay, well, first of all, I only had the figure readily available, so I'll have to jump on and get it. That's all right. But, um, so the same week last year we had 2.7 million watching. Okay, so 2.7 million watching Monday Night Raw last year uh, and the same week. So just how much do you reckon we had a drop off this year? I'm going to Are... say four and a half or four and a half, four hundred and fifty thousand people. I'm going to be more conservative. I think more people tuned in this week because of the changes with the expectation of Paul Heyman and all. So I'm going to say two hundred thousand drop off. I'll go smack bang in the middle, three seventy five. No, three twenty five. So I'll say, I'm saying two point two point two five is what I'm saying, Nick. I can't do maths quite. <laughs> two point four ish. Two point two point four ish. Two point three two five. And here the, we go. So uh, this year we had 
an average of 2.5 million, so exactly 200,000. Um, so not, not a huge drop off. Not terrible. Now, uh, as, as I kind of touched on earlier, um, touch, our touch. one had 2.47, <laughs> our two had 2.68, and then there was a big drop off of, down to 2.35 for the last hour. Yeah, so I was guessing the last hour. That's where I got so it. So that second, <laughs> that second hour really fucking hurt. Um, a lot of people switched off after that's that. A lot of people really wanted, a lot of people really wanted to see that Taker segment, or a lot of people tuned out after that Undertaker segment. Oh baby! Um, yeah, so to be fair, it's not bad. And if you look, it's only about a five percent drop off from hour one to hour three this week, which isn't that's not bad. Usually in the, the mid twenties, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so it's not it's actually not too bad. Um, yeah, just looking at some of the stuff that did happen the same episode uh, last year, we had stuff like uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre uh, attacked Roman Reigns. Oh. Yeah, so Roman and Drew were still in a feud with each other this time last year, lads. Oh, my Christ. Yeah. Um, now, this was in the same show where Roman teamed up with Bobby Lashley to face the revival. Sweet. Uh, Mojo Rawley was still feuding with No Way Jose. Nia Jax wrestled Mickey James. Jesus. And Woken Matt Hardy fought Curtis Axel. Uh, it, was sure. also the, it was also the Sasha and Bailey go to counseling episode. Oh, oh wow. God. Oh. Wow. Do you know what the show is better this time or this year? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Ooh. Best professional wrestling on the planet. Planet. So true. Uh, we also had AOP versus Titus Worldwide. Oh, Titus Worldwide. That was fun for about three weeks. Yeah. Worldwide? Why are you saying that funny? Worldwide. <laughs> Good, oh, show. Good show. <laughs> He's, Good show. Still pal. looking for it. Was Stephanie on? That bitch! Oh, yeah. I just get depressed looking at some of this shit. Ember Moon versus Liv Morgan. That mm. bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, these are things that were occurring on television. Yeah. Anyway, well, we had a very low live listenership this week because of, you know, the weather. So, mm-hmm. what can you do? Our live listeners are in Ireland and the taped ones were in America. So, I'll get that out to them now as quick as I can. Cans? Cans? No, money's too tight for cans. mention. So. Are we looking forward to the G1 starting on Saturday? Is it Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Nikki, we want a daily report from you after every. <laughs> I have. I only have about five minutes. Could we do predictions? Yeah. Naito. I, I, it, all <laughs> predictions are just the first. It's only one night on Saturday this week, and there's no, a gap. Oh no! But we, before it starts, we can nail down what we're thinking. Oh, we'll do our, it, full, you know, our full predictions before or afterwards. But uh, for this weekend, do you want to do because there's some good matches this weekend. We can do quick predictions for that. Oh, I'm talking the whole thing. Okay, pick thing? your pick your final and winner. Okay. I'd need to have a look at the blocks again. I'll start while you're talking. I think it's going to be a good old-fashioned Jap final. Okada wins block A. Naito wins block B. Classic final. Okada wins G1. That sounds about right. Mm. I'm still steadfast in how I'm wanting it to be. Toriano? No, God, no. Come on, I have I have some <laughs> bit of realism to it. Uh, I still maintain that I want it to be Osprey Naito in the final. 
because then you have the quest for two belts against Osprey's quest to get himself cemented in the heavyweight division. Um, Naito two belts. Yeah, I think you're probably going to get Naito win. But uh, yeah, I, I still want that to be the final. I think they could have a fucking terrific match together as well. So. Mm. Hmm. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to work out when what, what matches are on the final night because that'll kind of be the decider. So the, the match on the final night, because I think that's usually the ones that will be the deciding matches. Okada versus Ibushi and Tanahashi versus Osprey. Osprey has Ooh. to beat Tana to get into the final. Yeah. And he comes up short. Hey, because he's a lightweight. Way. Well, he's just a shit ricochet. Put your money I'm down, gonna, Nick. I'm going to disbar Ibushi from this completely because I think Ibushi and Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom because Omega is allowed to work New Japan. I think that's his swan song for New Japan. That makes sense. That'd be good. I, I'm, I'm, well, Nitro's winning Block B. I'm pretty, I mean, I think everyone's pretty confident in that. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, Okada or Osprey is the same I'm thinking I, I'd probably go Okada as well just because I, I think they, I think Osprey's going to have a great show but generally when they do these type of things where they put something unexpected into it they do well but they never win like I what mean Osprey did win his first best of super juniors but that's kind of the exception yeah. to rule usually, usually if it's the first time in it you're not winning what about Jay White then to challenge Knight? no to 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 challenge Naito in block B as in is he the only one that could possibly win it outside Corey of Naito uh, yeah, I say Shin- Moxley is in there don't forget final yeah. night is Moxley versus Jay White Naito versus Shingo T- Takagi so they're probably your four possibilities really in that block yeah Toriano Ishi- Ishi- Ishi's in there as well he'll do well quiet but... you <laughs> <laughs> well you're all going to look mightily foolish when Toriano <laughs> wins block B from G1 <laughs> Tai Chi Tai Chi on the way <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck someone's it. gonna Let get Yano injured. Bring... Go on. Someone's getting hurt and we're bringing in Yoshihashi. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you think Kent affairs? Uh, if he was in block B a lot better. He's in the group of death there, lads. It's yeah. simple as yeah. Like he'll probably get a win over the likes of Fale and you know, Fale. He'll get Evil one big or win. Sonata, maybe. Lance Archer, he'd probably get a win over, but yeah, I'd say mm. maybe one big win as well. With Kenta, because he this is his first time in New Japan, so he, he made his name in Old Dragon Japan, Gate or Dragon Old Gate. Japan, sorry, yeah. Dragon Gate, yeah. So yeah. it'd be hard to tell. Like sometimes when the people come over like that, it's they can not be taken well originally. So depends on what the why, how they feel about him, really. I'd say it's a it's a tough day for Lance Archer here, lads. He's not listed on SE scoops. And as part of the block, I forgot he was even in it until you said it. <laughs> I have Okada, Saber, Tanahashi, Ibushi, Evil, Sonata, Fale, Osprey, and Kenta. La Archer is not listed in there. The guy who's going to take all the losses isn't even listed on the fucking thing. Poor old Lance. Anywho, am I frozen? Am I still there? Ah, uh, we're gone. D-E-D. Thanks so. It's all Steve's fault. I don't know. Did well, you get, get a new mic stand, well? Steve? Fuck's sake. You were listing out what <laughs> people you have. Was there 10 people on your list? 
Uh, no, as in this is SE Scoop's list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah, they just left out. I'm so they le- they left out Archer. Yeah. yeah. He's eminent guy who's going to give them. Fair. The guy who's going to get all the points on the board, just not for himself. <laughs> um, points? Yeah. I think, yeah. Maybe. Does a, Do we end up with... Well, Osprey, no, he won't be, because Okada is going to win that group. <sighs> Nick, who are you calling to win I it? I don't know. Uh, Naito. Mm. Gordo? That doesn't that doesn't excite me in any way, Naito to win it. I don't know why. Uh, I still I still think Naito, but yeah, I'm not overly I'm not overly gone on him winning it, but I think that's why I think Okada is going to beat him. Jesus the bigger story is Okada being dominant, and then he what can if, choose his own opponent. What if he chooses Will Osprey? Oh. Mm. Okada wins it. Okada, uh, Osprey maybe gets within a point of winning a block. You know, he loses it at the last day. And then he calls a shot that night and says, Well, I've won it. I could get to pick my own opponent, my chaos stablemate, Will Osprey. Blah, blah, blah. He's shown he has the blah, 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 blah. It would, re- it would ele- ironically, and not pun intended, it would elevate Osprey straight to top billing. We say, I reckon it, in, that case, in that case, then Osprey. Okada match during the thing needs to be a draw. Time yeah. to draw. Like, you yeah. can't have either of them win or that. Or Osprey wins. If he wins, he gets a title match anyway. But then he has a shot anyway. Yeah. Have that be the WrestleMania shot. The Wrestle Kingdom shot. Like, that match is, it's night seven, so it's bang smack in the middle of that match. Is, so, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's. It's how so Okada kind of lost a, You know that kind of way. Yeah. It's. But Osprey, or Osprey, Okada lost a few matches a couple of years ago when he got banged up. Remember, that's how Kenny bet him. Mm. So you could easily have Osprey beat an injured Okada through the tournament. Yes, obviously it does give you the future title match, but doesn't say when or where or how. Okada in his victory speech says, you know, because you defeated me, because I have respect for you, because you're now one of the most feared wrestlers in the heavyweight division, I would like to offer you the opportunity at Wrestle Kingdom. That is a good story. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like it. I'm gonna lean on Okada winning and actually. picking his own opponent. Opponent, opponent, opponent. All right, Beth and Seki. Stop stealing my ideas! I literally just said that. Like, come on, come on. I said it too. I brought up the Osprey. <laughs> right, I has to go, boys. I has to go. Your you, planet you, needs you. you. <laughs> It does. It sure does. Like you don't even know. Um, say good night, oh, I suppose. Good night, oh. Silence. Gordo's <laughs> man. The lovely bottom. Lance. Lance Archer. <laughs> <laughs>